All right, let's John. Let's let's mix in a few of these. We like to hit some of the storylines around the league, across other sports, across life, with a little segment that we do at the end of each week called "For Real or Fugazi." I'm going to read John some sentences here, some statements, some thoughts, and John will tell me if he thinks that these are accurate, i.e., for real, or if they are fake, inaccurate, phony, or as we like to say, fugazi. It's Italian for counterfeit. At least on this show, it is. Um, John, we'll start with this. Matt Ryan was benched this week in Indianapolis. Sam Ellinger is going to be the starter for the rest of the season. We have seen the last time that Matt Ryan is going to be a week one starter for an NFL team. Is that statement for real or fugazi? I'm going to say it's fugazi, Sean, because there's so many teams that need quarterbacks. And he's gone from the Colts. The reason he's been benched to like the rest of the season is Jim Irsay's decision because he didn't want to take a chance on him getting hurt and owing him like another $12 million next year or something that's involving millions and millions of dollars. But, you know, if he showed the tape of the previous game, he looked really good. Three touchdowns, no turnovers. So this, I think, is more about money. Than it, than it is about performance. So with so many teams needing quarterbacks, they're not all going to get one. They're ready to play right away next season. So I'm thinking he's going somewhere else. He'll get a job. My God, Sean, if Carson Wentz can keep yeah. getting starting jobs, why can't Matt Ryan? No, you're 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 absolutely right. There's a there's a there are the supply curve. You know, supply chain issues, John. We've got supply chain issues around the world right now. I believe there's a supply chain issue with quarterbacks in the NFL right now. The supply is not great, and I think you're right about that. I think I think I think Matt Ryan's no good, but I, I think too I could see a team. He will not he will not get brought in though the same way that the Colts brought him in this year, which was hey he's our starter and we'll see how long this thing goes. He's going to be the starter for a team that drafts a quarterback, and he's a he's a bridge quarterback now, John. I mean he's I, I think he'd be like a one year kind of guy. Um, all right, next one. I'll stick with the theme of quarterbacks being benched. Uh, Mac Jones was also benched in a game this week in Monday Night Football. Mac Jones benched by Bill Belichick. Bailey Zappi came in and didn't win the game, but he has won a couple games for the Patriots this year. John, for real or Fugazi, week one, 2023, the starting quarterback for the Patriots is Bailey Zappi. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi, the Patriots gave a 15th pick in the first round for Mac Jones. He showed a lot of promise. He ran out of gas at the end of the year, and then he had a high ankle sprain. Every player that I've ever covered who had a high ankle sprain said, you never get over it during the season. You can play with it because you just have to be able to deal with the pain, but it's not going to get better till there's a lot of R&R in the offseason. So uh, he wasn't ready to play physically. He might not have been able to play mentally. But Bailey Zappi is Cooper Rush. The guy came in. He looked good. He might have a chance uh, to continue to get better. But he's not going to be the starting quarterback over the guy who was picked in the first round. I hope Zappi plays the rest of the year. And I hope he plays well. And then I want to see Belichick trade Mac Jones at a discount to the Texans next year. And then the Texans start Mac Jones and they can use those other first round. They can use their two first round picks on actual players and roll with Mac Jones instead of Davis Mills. Oh, Davis Mills was better than Jones over the last 
five weeks the last season. He's been better than him this season. I'd rather keep Davis Mills than trade for Mac Jones. I don't care what the pick is. They need to get that franchise quarterback in the 2023 draft and worry about the other positions other other times. John, I didn't say why I wanted to see it. I didn't say it was the right solution. I would just want to see what the fallout would be. Just watch the world burn. You know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> like the like the uh, like the like the Targaryen king there, the mad king. He just liked to watch everything burn to the ground. I sometimes it's fun to watch things burn. All right. It kind of uh, sticks, excuse me, sticks in my craw that every time I hear or watch Bailey Zappi, they talk to him about being from Western Kentucky. And not he was there one year, but he was at HBU yeah. for four years. And I want him somebody to say he was at Houston Baptist, transferred to Western Kentucky for one year, threw 60 touchdown passes, and got drafted by the Patriots. But it's like he played his whole career at Western Kentucky. Yeah, no, it's he's he's from Houston Baptist by way of Western Kentucky. That's what that is. All right, uh, a couple more football, then I got a baseball and a Halloween one for you, John. Um, the Green Bay Packers, I believe for the first time with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, are double-digit underdogs this weekend. They play the Buffalo Bills. They're 11.5-point underdogs. John, for real or Fugazi, 11.5 points is not enough for this game. Buffalo is going to womp Green Bay. For real or Fugazi? For real. Yeah. This Packer team is not good with Aaron Aaron Rodgers going on Pat McAfee complaining about mistakes. That's like calling out Matt LaFleur. I think those players that he, he's trying to get to play better. And I, I don't know if he's the greatest leader in the world. They probably don't like the way he's called them out publicly. The Bills got it going on. You know, it's important to Josh Allen to play great. I think Buffalo's going to blow him out. That's a Sunday night game, too. Sunday night uh, on NBC, the Bills hosting the uh, the Packers. Um, all right, John, baseball, real quick, World Series. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is the best player, individual player in this World Series. For real or Fugazi? For real. He's uh, hasn't been able to play the field since he came off the injured list, but he is red hot, consistently red hot, not inconsistently Red hot like Jordan Alvarez, but I think right now there's not many players except maybe maybe Mike Trout, including Aaron Judge. If I had a choice right now of Aaron Judge or Bryce Harper, I might take Bryce Harper plus he's it's left-handed, but and he's cheaper, but gonna be cheaper by over a hundred million. This is why the Phillies paid all that money. I think it's what three hundred and fifteen or thirty million to get him yep. and away from the Nationals. And he's he's been there nine twenty this is his fourth year there, and they won without him, which was surprising after they fired Joe Girardi. So I think he's definitely the best player in the World Series. He is. He's definitely the hottest. I mean, his, his OPS right now for the playoffs, I want to say, is like 1,300 or maybe just in the previous series. But he is he is red hot right now. All right, last one, John. Halloween is coming up on Monday. Um, this will, I think, be the last podcast we do. Well, we'll do one on Sunday night after the game, but worth getting a Halloween take in. Um, candy corn is a popular candy, I guess, among some folks at Halloween time, John. For real or for Gazy, candy corn is trash. Uh, for real, I'm not a big candy corn guy. Usually, when our street's not torn up, my wife Carol gets all kinds of candy, and she puts it by the front door, and then she dresses up like a witch. And when people from the neighborhood come up, she gives them candy. But before 
when before all this, while it's daylight, I go in there and I sneak around and I take candy I want. And and I never touch those things because if you have more than two, that's too many. Yeah. What's your power ranking for Halloween candy? What are the what are the three uh, John McClain favorites? Based on what my wife puts out there, I love Reese's. Mm -hmm. Reese's are great. Love M&M's. And I like uh, the little square caramel caramel candies. And uh, I let her give out all these things. She buys some things, Sean, that I'm thinking, who would eat this junk? Well, she says kids do. I say, well, it's good because those other things I have no interest in. Do you like any of the coconut-based candies like Mounds or Almond Joy? I love Almond Joys. She never gets those for for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I'm I've got a sweet tooth. I'll get an Almond Joy or, uh, yeah, I I like the Almond Joys. I think probably better than anything along with Paydays. Okay, Paydays. All right. So are you so you're more of a chocolate, salty, savory guy as opposed to a fruity, sweet, sugary guy. Yeah, I'm not into fruity stuff. Although I do like all jelly beans other than black. Okay. The M&Ms are what gets you, John. The M&Ms at Halloween time, because those just, those go down way too. So it's like a bag of potato chips. You look up and the whole thing's gone. I When when uh, Carol and I got married, I told her I would quit smoking after we got married. And so I asked her, we got married March 26th. I said, can I wait till after the draft? She said, yes. So usually every morning I would get up, I'd get the Chronicle and the Houston Post. I'd sit at the table and I would smoke. I would drink a Diet Dr. Pepper and I weighed 180 and I ran three miles a day and played all kinds of sports, racquetball, tennis, softball. And then when I quit smoking, I put M&Ms on the table. (laughs) And every morning I would eat those M&Ms because I didn't smoke anymore. And I would just eat them and eat them and eat them. And look what's happened. (laughs) I was going to say, John. I figure I'd die from cancer or heart attack. Oh, well, <laughs> that's that's great. John, I can't picture you smoking. Yeah, I smoked from the time I was 14 through, I think we got married when I was 30, 30, 30 let's see, I can't remember, 37. Okay, okay. We're, so you've been so you've been out of the smoking game for a long, long time then. I stopped in, I stopped in uh, 1988. Was it hard for you to stop? Not as long as I had those M&M's. <laughs> I never had a puff of another cigarette, but my God, I ate way too many. Boy, I, was, I was in a diabetic coma every every week. And <laughs> right now, where I sit in the press box, I have a spot open, and I told Mark Berman he can come sit there. Well, the Texans put out all oh, kind of candies dude. in the press box, and now I'm on a diet for soda weight loss. Yep. And uh, so uh, I'm going to have to tell Berman, don't you dare – Bring that bleep around here when I'm sitting here. If you want to sit next to me, well, you can do it, John. You got this. But I, I will vouch. You're absolutely right. The Texans, for whatever is happening on the field with the Texans, man, if you have a sweet tooth, they've really stepped up their game up in the press box cuisine department. They've got those those machines, and this is for the audience's benefit. I don't even know if they care, but who cares? If not, they're fast forwarding through this anyways. It's a podcast. But John, those machines, where all you do is pull the lever, and it just M&Ms just fall out of the, of the machine. It's incredible. The ones that also kill me are those 
pecan pie. Yeah. Little, little squares from good company. Yep. And so it's, this is, I've been okay on this diet at home. Yep. But now that I'm going to a press box and I can't eat anything in there, yeah. it's going to take the kind of willpower I've never showed. That's right, John. Yes, it's. I can tell you, someone who went through the soda weight loss plan, it's manageable. You can work the plan. It's a very workable plan. But like sports, it's much harder to go on the road than to play at home, for sure. Um, but you got this, John. You got this. I'll, I'm going to come over. It. I'm a, you got this. And, I, and in the press box, I'm going to come over and keep you accountable. I'm going to stop over every quarter and make sure you're not munching on M&Ms or kettle chips or something. You won't see anything but uh, water. There you go. Good stuff.